The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where sometimes we say we're going to talk about something, then we don't, then remember that we owe you an episode. Welcome to it. Hi, I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. A couple weeks ago, we mentioned that we were going to do an episode where we dive deeper into intuitive eating, and today is the day that we deliver that. What is intuitive eating? Why is it a smart option? And how do you make it work for you? Which is really the important question. Of course, we're going to save that one for last. Uh, That's the payoff, friends. So let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, I think this is a super important conversation because I know it's mentioned a lot in social media lately, like intuitive eating is the way to go. But I think that there needs to be further explanation. And we've touched on this before, but never really fully dived in and into it. So what is intuitive eating really? This term was born in 1995 and describes a non-diet lifestyle that encourages you to rely on your internal cues for hunger and fullness. What a fucking concept. Are you older or younger than the concept of intuitive eating? Answer to yourself. <laughs> Please don't write in. I don't want to know how old I am. <laughs> So if you're new to the concept, you've never heard of this before. Intuitive eating is really simple. It means you don't vilify any foods. So there aren't any good or bad foods and you don't restrict your diet. So basically you listen to your body and you eat what feels right for you that day. Yes. Um, and now wonderful. It is wonderful. It really is. I mean, Sasha and I are big fucking fans of it as people who have had damaged relationships in the past with food. And we're going to cover that here in a minute as well. Again, we're not therapists. We're not registered dietitians. I am a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach. That means that I have been certified by the International Sports Science Association to talk to you about your personal training goals and maybe potentially what's on your fork and how you can have a better way to get there. Now, being a registered dietitian, dietitian rather, is a completely different ball of wax. You have to be registered by the state boards, blah, 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 blah. There is a difference. I am not that. That does not mean we are not qualified to not talk to you about your nutrition. So with that said, that's the disclaimer portion of the episode. Uh, this is absolutely not a free pass to say fuck it. Now, don't get your big red fuck it stamp out and just start slapping it all over your kitchen. That's not what the fucking plan is here. You don't want to go completely off the rails, especially if you have aesthetic or fat loss goals that defeats the entire purpose of the work that you're doing in the gym. Correct? Correct. Correct. I don't think you answer me. I know I'm right on that one. Not to sound fucking full of myself, but I do know I'm right on that one. So intuitive eating means that you're tapping into your body's ability to recognize and signal to you that you're hungry or you're satiated. So what that means is you're letting your stomach call the shots. Your stomach says, brain, I'm hungry. Brain says, body, put some fucking food in me. Yeah. And there you go. 
That's <laughs> intuitive as simple as that. And then when your body says you're full, you stop, you stop. eating. Um, here's our favorite thing about intuitive eating. When you start doing it, you're letting go of the idea of gaining or losing weight. You just exist. The point is to focus on foods that make your body feel good in motion and at rest. And you know what this liberating is. feeling. Yes. You're not eating not an entire sleeve or 12 pack of donuts because they're there because you can't have them. So just right. today you'll eat all 12 of them. Done that before, by the way, back in my radio days. So yeah. this is a while ago. But you just start eating because you know those things are what is going to propel you forward on your journey in the gym and out of the gym. Yep. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where don't overthink it. Keep, uh, our friend Jake has a saying that he's yelled at us since college. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. It's not that hard. Like, if you struggle with a rough relationship with food, this is going to feel really fucking weird at first. But embrace it because as the Mandalorians say, this is the way. And like, it's not just our opinion. We're going to talk more about it. But intuitive eating is a really great way to go, especially if you have a fucked up previous relationship with food, because it really teaches you that you are the one that's in control and that you can make better decisions without making yourself feel bad. Now, sometimes there are going to be people that have such bad habits that they are going to need external help. And if you are one of those people, please talk to a therapist or a registered dietitian. They will get you on the safe, healthy path forward. You can even talk to your doctor if you want. Uh, You have options. Whoever you feel comfortable talking to, just talk to someone. You need food to survive, so you need to have a good relationship with it. I mean, you don't need to, but if you don't, it makes life a lot more fucking difficult. And I think life is hard enough as is. So don't don't fucking ratchet up the difficulty meter on your video game. You don't need to do that. and it's, it can be simple. Just reach out. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Yep. Set up an appointment. It's just yep. a conversation. Yep. You start and then you get pointed in the right direction. Yep. Intuitive eating is also a gigantic middle finger to diet culture. <laughs> I really dislike the word, using the word diet when we're talking about these things because I think diet has a very negative connotation for most people. Diet for a really long time, I don't know about anybody else who's listening to this, but diet meant you had to punish yourself Yep. in a way. Like it was negative. Like you have to go on a diet because of this, that, or the other thing. And it wasn't ever because usually of a health choice. It was right. that's what society was telling you you had to do. So that's another point in the really super cool column is that this is a giant middle finger to all of that. And we yeah. before like restrictive diets you can lose weight for a while but then you stop restricting and then the scale starts to change the direction because nine times out of ten you're probably under eating yeah and so like you say the word diet and people cringe you have a diet your diet is what you eat like diet isn't a bad word but it was leveraged and weaponized at us for so long in the 80s 90s and early tooth and even now even fucking now it's still weaponized Uh, And if you're doing that, if you're a personal trainer or you're a fucking wellness professional and you're watching this podcast and you use you use the word diet out of shame to make people feel bad. Fuck you. That's that's all I'm going to have with that conversation there. Get fucked. See yourself out. Um, But like it's it's been so, so negatively framed. And it's like, dude, it's just your diet. It's just what you eat. You have a diet. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be this fucking restrictive bullshit, you know, and yo-yo dieting, which is what they call it when you lose a lot of weight and then gain it all back can actually cause you to have a damaged relationship with food. What fucks you up more than seeing all this restriction and all this weight loss and then you eat a fucking piece of bread and you gain five pounds 
Like that's what happens when you don't feed your body carbs. It's just going to fucking hold on to them and keep it because it's like, okay, you haven't fed me a carb in days and my brain needs this. I'm going to hold on to this. This is what happens when you yo-yo diet. I mean, look at us, the Jillian Michaels slim fast generation. They fucked us up. Good. They (laughs) fucked us up. Good. Sure did. I just remember like my mom was like did slim fast, but like she never ate. All she drank were the shakes because you could have the two shakes and like a piece of fruit a day. Like, yeah. looking at the total caloric value of that for a day like yeah sure you there's some protein and the shakes themselves are pretty balanced but it's like maybe one maybe 180 for a shake so what's that 360 and you have a banana so you're at maybe 500 now like yikes now That's they're more dangerous. nutritionally sound than they used to be um you can actually get high protein variants and that will have up to 20 grams of protein per bottle which isn't terrible um, but you still need real fucking food. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we're getting at here. Yes. Uh, slim fast is you, oh, you cannot subsist on slim fast alone. I'm sorry to break you the news, but a fucking piece of fruit and two slim fast shakes in a day is not enough no. to feed you adult human with fucking things to do. Yeah. Sorry. No. And you're always going to be hungry and a hungry person is typically ends up being a hangry person and no one likes one to be that person. I don't think. And two, to be around a person that's hungry all the time. Um, so why is it a smart, a smart, sustainable option? You know, us we're data dorks. So let's go to the studies, please. More studies are being done on intuitive eating as we speak, but so far, here's what the scientists have found. Yeah. Like we said, intuitive eating's only been around for just under 30 years. So it's still kind of a quote unquote new concept in the science world. So they're still going after it and still digging into it. Um, But one of the first things is you may not necessarily lose weight. However, people that eat intuitively tend to have lower weights overall and smaller BMIs. Now I know BMI isn't a suitable marker for one's health, but it is another metric that you can look at if you are looking at metrics. I'm not saying that it has any bearing on how healthy you are as a person. Your BMI does not dictate your health. However, it is another metric. If you want to consider it, you can. Yes. Um, The other things that come along with intuitive eating, significantly improved LDL and HDL cholesterol versus traditional dieting, improved body satisfaction. That's a big one. Decreased depression. Weird. It's almost like when you don't punish yourself for eating stuff you feel happier. It's almost like there's a brain body connection at yeah. play or something. Oh, strange how that fucking works. Um, it can also facilitate better nutrition options. When you're less restrictive, you don't do the fucking erratic up and down stuff all the time because you just flow. You're like, okay, cool. I had a giant chicken salad for lunch today. I'm going to smash that burger for dinner. And that's okay. You know what? That burger was still a fucking nutritious meal. It had protein. It had vegetables. You got carbs. You got a little bit of fat out of there probably if you got some mayonnaise or secret sauce on there. That's okay. Like it still is nutritious and you're still fueling your body. Just because someone on social media tells you that eating a burger from McDonald's is bad doesn't mean that you still don't get nutritional content out of the fucking food. Look up and I can't remember the name of the company and I won't mention it here, but there's a protein cookie out there right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Read your nutrition labels, first of all, like if you're just interested in what's in your food, if you're buying prepackaged prepackaged stuff. But if you compare a just normal ass cheeseburger from McDonald's to this cookie, the McDonald's cheeseburger is actually more nutritionally sound than this cookie is because the Mm -hmm. cookie is two servings and it's only about yay big, the size of my giant ass hands. (laughs) It's a Sasha hand. Just saying. Um, Yeah, it's it's. 
people love to spin data to like, and we know this, we've worked in media for years. We've also taken some psychology and sociology classes. People like to spin data so that it fits their narrative. And this is one of those situations where people on social media that I'm not going to berate them because they're selling it works or whatever. Everybody has to fucking make a living. I get that. We're all out here trying to fucking just make a fucking living. But if you are using facts and you're bending them to make them untrue to fit your narrative, you're part of the fucking problem, friend. I don't care that you're out there making a living. If you're lying to make a living, we have a fucking problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, here's what they think could be happening with intuitive eating, but they do need more data. Um, they think there is a potential positive effect on blood pressure and inflammation markers, which is really cool, especially if you deal with those things. Inflammation is shitty. Um, and everybody is always trying to, like, find the inflammation-free diet. Well, it probably has some carbs in it, just letting you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> it also has a correlation with easier weight maintenance. Weird. Almost like if you feel okay with what you eat and you feel okay in your skin suit, you don't stress about how you look. Mm -hmm. All good things. Like, I don't see a negative thing on that fucking list. Uh, I don't either, actually. Weird that we would right? talk about something that doesn't really have a whole lot of negatives. I know. However. You're not us. <laughs> intuitive eating is not for you if you have diabetes or high blood pressure, because those are things that you need to talk with your doctor or registered dietitian about, especially in any health condition situation. But we're trying to eat for health, remember? So yeah. like there are things that folks with high blood pressure or diabetes have to deal with and take into consideration that this may not work for. Yeah, especially if you have diabetes, the blood sugar thing is a very real factor of what you have to worry about before you do any sort of nutrition plan. It's not just intuitive eating. It's not just keto. It's not any of it. Yeah. If you yeah. are looking at changing your food intake, you need to talk to your doctor if you have one of those, like if you have an ailment that requires, you know, blood sugar maintenance or blood pressure maintenance because you don't want to fuck that shit up because it'll kill you. Uh, yes. And we like it <laughs> that you're here. Yeah. So how I'm do you, here, so are you, God damn it. <laughs> how do you make this work for you? So eat when you're hungry, you have got to, there's a level of trust with yourself that is required here. And I yes. know that sometimes that may be the biggest hurdle. And a lot of these things is just trusting yourself. That's kind of why we talked about commitment continuum last week is because if you're not trusting yourself, you're not going to be moving up that continuum. You have to let your body call the shots when it needs to fill the tank. So give yourself permission to eat when your body signals to you that it is time. I got yes. this bag of popcorn over here with my freaking name on it because I was hungry and I needed to have something in my face hole before we started doing oh, yeah. this live. Yeah, and you got some fiber so that you can poop later. You got yeah, some carbs. Yeah. There's a little bit of protein in that there, popcorn. Um, just make sure that you're still eating balanced meals. First and foremost, it doesn't matter what meal plan you're doing. Make sure that you're eating a balanced meal. Unless you have a, a medical you know, condition where you require a certain diet. Like if you have epilepsy and you're on keto, we're not fucking shitting on you. You're a yeah. special case. There are exceptions to every rule. You are the exception. Sorry, not sorry, but I am sorry that you have to eat keto because I'm sure that's not enjoyable all the time. <laughs> but um, make sure that you're still eating balanced meals and you're getting a good variety of protein sources as well as whole grains and plenty of fucking vegetables. And I'm going to I put this in giant red letters in the show notes. I'm going to not yell it because my microphone is right in front of my face. But don't ignore your hunger. Do not ignore yourself when your body is telling you that you are hungry. You need to fucking eat. If your body is like yelling at you that you're hungry and you're feeling lightheaded, you should have eaten an hour ago. It's like yeah. it's like being dehydrated. If you're if your body is screaming at you and you're starting to feel lightheaded, you might be blood sugar crashing because you haven't had any food lately and your body's like, what the fuck? 
Um, so it can be bad news bears for you and the people that have to deal with your hangry ass. Like Sasha said earlier, nobody likes a hangry bitch. So do not be hangry bitch. Just eat a fucking snack. I have snacks in my purse all the time. You know what? What is worse than running errands and being fucking hungry at the same time? Nothing. Going to the grocery store while you're doing that. <laughs> This is why there's always a fucking fruit roll up in my bag or some shit like putting off eating can also lead you to overeating because you'll crush whatever you can get your hands on since you're fucking starving. Now, this is a problem. This is a huge, huge, huge problem with diets that lowercase d diets um, that call for you to have restriction in your day. Calorie restriction fucking sucks for this reason, because if you're starving yourself all day long, then you're going to fucking mentally break. What happens when you deny yourself things nonstop? It's all you fucking think about. Mm -hmm. So then when you get your hands on it, you just fucking destroy it. Don't do that. Intuitive eating is the opposite of that. Exactly. Again, we're eating for health, remember? Uh huh. <laughs> so this means paying also attention to your body when it signals that you are full. Mm -hmm. While you eat, take small breaks to see where your stomach's at. Here's the thing. The reason intermittent fasting works for people, it's fine. It doesn't work for me because I do, I'm so hungry by the time that I get to eat that I am not paying attention to those hunger signals. I'm just shoveling food in my face because I'm freaking starving. Right. It's really hard to pay attention to and slow down and enjoy your meal when you are hangry. So take the time to savor the deliciousness and nourishment that you are giving your body because eventually you are going to feel satisfied and you can end your meal and go on with your day. You didn't finish yeah. your plate. Totally fine. That's what leftovers are for. Yeah, I'm, I hate that as children, we were forced to be in the clean plate club because I was never a member of the clean plate club as a kid. Like, especially if it was a breakfast function, I would sit at that fucking table with the old people until lunch because I didn't want to finish my fucking scrambled eggs because I wasn't hungry. Right. Like, I'm one of those people that intermittent fasting can work for me if I want to do it, but I don't because I like I'm drinking. I haven't eaten anything yet today, but I'm drinking a body armor. So I've got calories. So I'm not technically intermittent fasting, but I don't like to eat in the first like two or three hours of my day. So yeah. if you're like yeah. that too, that's okay. We're not saying that that is bad. You are wired. However, you're fucking wired. Don't fight your fucking body system. Do what it said. Again, this whole episode is about honoring your body and doing as it dictates. So do yes. that. <laughs> if your body says, Hey bitch, we don't want that yet. Then don't fucking eat then it. Don't do have it. A, have a glass of water. You definitely need some fucking water. Yes. Um, but also like make time to eat foods that make you feel good. We've talked over and over and over and over and we'll continue to talk about how shitty deprivation diets are for your brain and your body. And we're not going to go any more into it than we already have because I feel like we have a backlog of probably like seven episodes where we just fucking rail on that shit. Yeah. But remember that moderation is okay. That Hershey kiss that you had after your lunch today isn't going to wreck your goals for the day, for the week, for the month, or even for the fucking year. It's a sweet treat. You deserve it. Yes. How you eat. Okay. Listen. Listen, <laughs> Linda. Listen. Sasha's talking. How you eat over time is what makes or breaks your goals. We have repeated that and repeated that, but I'm going to repeat it again. How you eat as a culmination over time is what makes or breaks your goals. So always remember that. Remember mm -hmm. a couple of episodes back when I said, okay, maybe you had a weekend where you had a couple of family functions and you ate a little bit more than you normally would. You know that you can just like back off like maybe 100 calories. Don't have that banana for your snack. Like there are, there are over time. The culmination of the whole week 
is what matters. And there are yep. going to be fluctuations because your schedule changes day to day. Shit comes up. Life fucking happens. Just remember that healthier, more nutritionally dense options and I was going to say choosing selections is what I was going for there <laughs> is what is what's going to is, you know, the whole thing, the whole fucking yeah. deal. Listen to your emotions too. If you eat to solve problems like depression, anxiety, or boredom, you know, it probably isn't going to solve your problems. And while you may know that maybe you need someone to talk you through that because that can be a slippery slope at times. If you feel Make these sure things are issues and you're using food to cope, please go talk to a professional. Not even just food. Alcohol can fall yeah. into this yeah. as well because it is a very highly caloric liquid that can fuck up your your goals if you have yeah. any goals yeah. in or outside of the gym. Um, as someone that used to use food as a mechanism for comfort, it is a very slippery slope. Um, it's, it's wild how fucking fast you actually fall off the face of that mountain when you start eating your emotions. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you're doing that, please stop. Um, talk to somebody. Like This is your sign that you need to reach out for help. Not saying that like there's something wrong with you, but like, hey, you're not at your best you right now and you need to go talk to somebody to help you get back to that. Uh, it sucks. It's very it's very it's a very trapped feeling because you eat because you're unhappy, but you're also unhappy because you don't like how you look in the mirror. It's a very fucking vicious cycle and it's very fucking difficult to break out of on your own. So if you need the help, please reach out. If you need help finding someone to even fucking talk to, you can send us an email. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. We are not therapists. Again, we are not registered dietitians, but we can point you in the direction of the places you need to go. Uh, we have great Google skills after, you know, our combined like 30 years of working in broadcasting. <laughs> so we can Google keyword the shit out of anything. You got questions? We could probably fucking find it. Um, but yeah, if you're not sure where to start, just look up your closest, you know, registered dietitian or talk to your general practitioner if you have a doctor. Yeah. Um, it, they can help you draw up a plan of attack. It doesn't matter who you reach out to in the medical community as long as you reach out to someone. They're a network and they will work with each other to make sure that you're good. Or they're supposed to anyway. If they don't, then find a new fucking doctor. Yeah, for sure. They should, <laughs> they should have your best interests at they heart. Should. So moral of the story, you need to fucking eat. So you may as well have a healthy relationship with the food and the thing you need multiple times a day to keep surviving and being here. Again, yeah. if you're to the point where you feel your eating patterns are out of control in either direction, because again, all of this is on a continuum on a line and it's not the same for everyone. Please yep. consult a professional, talk to your doctor and or your therapist or a therapist. Yes. Just reach out for help. I know it can be scary uh, to put yourself out there, especially when you're really fucking going through it because vulnerability is, is hard, especially if you have been emotionally mistreated in the past, you know, insecurity and vulnerability are two things that don't like to go together very well. You don't like to put yourself out there when you're insecure because you don't want to, you know, make, let somebody know that you might be a fallible fucking person. I know scary concept, right? But reach out to somebody. They're there for you for a reason. They get paid to do it. They're happy to help you. And that's why they're there. So please fucking take advantage of that. Um, check out meatheadathletics.com. You can buy some training templates. Summer is almost here. Beach body season. If you have a body and you're at the beach, congratulations. Beach you got a fucking beach body. If you want to have muscles on that beach body, fucking call us. We can help you. Yes. <laughs> you can sign up to be on my personal training or nutrition coaching wait list. I am full up right now, but um, that will be opening up at some point again. I mean, you always have some. Someone's like, hey, I'm out. I'm going to go on my own. Okay, cool. So I'll let you know. If you sign up for the wait list, you can find that at meatheadathletics.com as well. 
Find the show notes at meatheadtestkitchen.com. We got all sorts of shit for you. All sorts of websites today. Um, new merch is coming soon. It's fucking yes. sick. That's awesome. Like, if you, if you see the shit around us, spoiler alert, that might be a, a, a teaser. <laughs> Indication. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Be I don't fucking sense. nice to people. Please. And yourself. Please. There are enough assholes in the fucking world. Don't be one of them. Yes. Yeah. Meathead Test Kitchen. Kitchen. Out. Nope. Sadie and Sasha every Monday helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less MTK a heard at sports network production